Hey, I'm so excited to be here and to be here with uh, some students and some young adults that were in Colorado a few weeks ago. Um, before we just jump into that, um, so last week, Austin and Tate were here. Who was encouraged by them last week? I mean, come on. They, they're amazing. Um, and if you don't know them super well personally, I wanted to say, like, they're as fired up about the gospel as they seem to be. You know what I mean? Like, it's not an act. It's not like a thing that they're doing on a Sunday morning. This is their day-to-day lives. They love Jesus so much. Um, and when I think about an ambassador, Austin talks about that a lot, about being an ambassador of Christ, of representing heaven here on earth. Um, I just think they, they do that so well. And it just it challenged me. It encouraged me um, to live more into the calling that God's put on me. Um, and that's kind of the point of what a testimony is in a lot of ways. When we hear what God is doing in one part of us, um, you know, we have a limited perspective on our own. I have one experience and one perspective, but together when we share how God is working in all of us as a body, there's power in that. Um, it's cool. In the book of Revelation, um, it's, if you don't know, it's this vision and a picture uh, that's given to John. And um, so he's just writing about this, this vision that he's been given. And in chapter 12, he's, he's seen actually the moment when the enemy, when Satan was cast down from heaven into earth. Um, it says this in chapter 12. It says, And then war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back, but he was not strong enough, and they lost their place in heaven. The great dragon was hurled down, that ancient serpent called the devil or Satan, who leads the whole world astray. He was hurled to the earth and his angels with him. And then in the next verses, John, he hears a loud voice, presumably God speaking, and, and the voice is explaining how and why Satan was defeated. And I don't know if anybody knows what that voice says in verse 11. It's a verse that we all probably know, but we don't always know the context of it. It says, they triumphed over him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, right? So my testimony, your testimony, our testimony together as a church is in part what is fighting back against darkness and what is pushing back against the enemy. Um, I think about that song, this is how I fight my battles. And I think this is really what that is. It's when we share together what God is up to. So, you know, on a Sunday like last week with Austin and Tate, on a Sunday like this morning when we're hearing from some young adults, Sometimes I remember growing up feeling like this is like an off week. This is kind of like we don't have a message, just kind of whatever. Um, but this is, if not more important, this is just as important because this is at its core spiritual warfare, I believe. Um, when we share together what God is doing, um, the enemy is pushed back. And so as we're listening to these stories, as we're hearing about what God has been doing um, in our young adults, I pray that you would also be listening for the Holy Spirit that's speaking and that's moving um, because that's that's the, that's the point of, of testimony. And so... We have a video we're going to play, and then after that video, there's also going to be some testimonies from some students that weren't able to be here in person, and so we're going to watch through that, and then um, we're going to hear some more from some of us that are here this morning. Um, and if you were there, I know I saw Eli, I saw a couple people that we didn't talk about. If you want to come up after the video and you have something you want to share, um, you are more than welcome to, no pressure, but you're, you're allowed to come up. Um, we would invite you to come up with that too. So um, we're going to start by watching this video. Let's take a look. Hi, my name's Tanner. Um, recently, I went on a Colorado trip uh, about four weeks ago, and I'm here to share two things that uh, were really highlights uh, or big events and impactful throughout the whole camp. Uh, one thing that was really impactful to me, and I'm sure to a lot of other people, were uh, the fact that you could feel the Holy Spirit moving like, throughout the whole camp, whether that be through chapel, uh, 
small groups, regular camp activities. It was it was very impactful and uh, really changed my mindset on how the Holy Spirit flows and works through us. Um, it was very beautiful too. Uh, another thing that on a personal level I experienced was the 15 minute prayer thing. It was the second to last night during chapel. Uh, I experienced something that I did not know that I had. It was a gift from God apparently. He gives those. But um, it was very impactful because I found out something that I did not know. So uh, yeah. Um, one of the ways that I saw God work in Colorado was um, through one of my friends who hadn't really um, been exposed to Christianity before, and um, he's got exposed to like what Christianity really is, and not as much what society says that Christianity is. Um, and I got to see him form a relationship with God that he hadn't necessarily had before this, um, and that was just super awesome to see. And um, also, just spending a week like without my phone, it just helped me learn to listen for and to recognize God's voice um, and that was super cool and I just definitely grew a lot closer with my friends and with God this whole trip. Hey folks, it's currently 11 right now and I'm, <laughs> I'm very tired so I'm sorry if this video is quick. I just got back from a week of like wakeboarding and a bunch of other stuff and I'm about to go lake tubing tomorrow which is why I'm not at church. I'm not, I'm not skipping, I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, I just wanted to say one of my favorite things of Colorado was rock climbing just because like ch the way It was different from regular like rock walls where you're just going straight up You're actually climbing on an angle and you had to balance your weight and stuff and it was it was really really cool um, And one thing that God taught me was that no matter how lost we might be no matter how far lost we think we are God is still there. Um, he remains constant and he is uh, way, way bigger than we could even imagine him to be. So, yeah. Hi, my name is Jacob Taylor, and my favorite part of the Colorado trip was probably waking up on top of the mountain on the campgrounds themselves and just seeing the sunrise in the morning and being able to view um, Pikes Peak and all the other mountains and just take in God's creation in a way that I haven't before because I've never been to Colorado before this trip but and that was that probably goes with what he sought me which was just to enjoy his creation and not take um not take things for granted so often and just to slow down and enjoy his presence when when needed I'm kind of sad that I don't get Kanye's music in the background while I speak. <laughs> but um, I'm going to share two ways where I saw God um, work in my life. One way was, was, like, before we even got to Colorado, we stopped at a rest stop, and um, we saw two homeless people standing there with signs asking for food. So Snooty and I went and talked to them, and we're ready to share the gospel with them and learn that they already knew Jesus and um, learn about their uh, situations. And we kind of just had a Bible study together with them for like 15 minutes on our way. And um, we're able to pray over each other. And we encouraged them, but then they also encouraged us. So that was just awesome. Um, but then my second way is on our way there, I was praying, um, God, can you just show me yourself in new ways? And the, uh, he gave me a really intense vision during worship about a person and um, just that there was spiritual battle happening and, um, but the battle was being won. 
and there was doors being opened over this person and in their life. And so I was able to take that vision, use it, and um, just encourage the person, and they received prayer. And man, it's just like the biggest thing I can, I can take away from that is that it's just so beautiful how God uses us, and he uses the body, and how he just, he desires us to know him in new ways. Um, one of my favorite experiences was rappelling and rock climbing. Um, when we went to rappel, I was so excited and so ready to go rappel down this mountain, and the dude was talking, and I was, I was just so excited, and then we climbed all the way up there, and as soon as I looked over the edge, I started freaking out, and I was like, I can't do this. There's no way I'm going to rappel down this mountain, and I was so excited, but fear totally overtook my body, and I completely freaked out, and the guy who was standing there kind of like helping us, you know, he just looked at me, and he's like, you're going to be okay. God's got you. Like, you're not going to fall. Like, we have you all strapped in. And I really just kind of took a breath and was like, I got this. Like, I can go fall down this mountain. Um, <laughs> and it was just really cool. Kind of like, I was so excited, but then fear totally overtook my body. It was kind of the strangest experience ever. But then just to remind remind myself that, you know, like, I am safe. and like, I got this. Like, God's got me. And it was just kind of a cool experience throughout the whole trip. Just kind of to see how God works in people's lives and also sit in the presence of the Lord throughout the week. And um, even though at first I hated it, but it was really nice to be without my phone for a week and just kind of be with people who love God. Yeah, I'm Caroline. There was one night after chapel where I wasn't feeling the best at all, so I took a step out with one of my best friends, and I ended up passing out um, for a really long time, and it was, like, as worse as it had ever been. Um, and... I had trouble breathing and all of that stuff, but, like, when I could catch my breath, I saw, like, blobs of, like, people around me, and I was like, can you just pray for me? And my best friend who was with me at the time, like, had never experienced God, like, through prayer or anything like that. Um, well, later on in the week, towards, like, the way end, um, in our cabin, we were sharing ways that um, we saw God move in different ways. And my best friend was like, well, when Caroline passed out, and all she could ask for was prayer. Like, that was one way that God really moved in her because she hadn't experienced God in that way. So uh, my favorite part was rappelling, not climbing. I did not like climbing. That was not the thing. But um, so I was one of the last ones to go. And I was, I was like, okay, all my friends are telling me this thing is awesome. And I'm like, I got to try it at least. And you had two options. You could go up like a 170-foot drop or you could do a 200-foot drop. And I was like, I'm going big. I'm not going home. So we get up there. And it's like, okay, you got to take this little trail up to the top of the mountain. It was not a trip. It was you climb this rope that basically goes up almost vertically. And so you're climbing up, and I get up to the top, and all of a sudden it's just like, okay, there's a 200-foot drop, and I am terrified. <laughs> I mean, as soon as I saw the edge, my legs went to jello. It was not good. And this guy's like, okay, dude it's fine. You're going to be good. You're going to make it. And I'm like, I don't know, man. This is not good. <laughs> so he gets me strapped in and he's like, okay, you're not going to fall. You're strapped in. You're safe now. And as I get to the, as he gets me ready to go down, you have like this little, like maybe like 25 degree slope. And I like to call that the trial area where it's like, you just kind of just get a lean back. And he's like, okay, man, have faith in the rope, have faith in the God, have faith in God. And I'm like, okay. And that kind of struck a match with me, and I was like, okay, the rope is God, and this rope is my faith to God, and that's what I felt like. It was like, okay, 
my faith to God needs to be just as strong as this rope is holding me up. He's my lifeline. He's everything I have. And as I got to the edge of this trial period, I mean, he's like, okay, keep your feet right on the edge. And all of a sudden I go, I lean back and I can't see what's behind me. And I'm like, what do I do? He's like, just jump, have faith. And so I, I just jumped. And I mean, if I didn't have that rope, if I didn't have my faith, I would have died. But I had my faith and I had the rope. So I made it through and it was awesome. It was, have you ever had like a 20 foot jump? Cause that's what that was. And it was insane. It was awesome. And that really grew me closer to God. Hi, that's the old guy on the trip. Um, <laughs> anyhow, anyhow, it's like, yeah, Josh had asked me a few months before about going, and it's like I looked at the work schedule, and it's like there's no way I can get off. And then they asked a couple weeks ahead of time, and it's like, well, I'll ask the boss, and if the Lord wants me to go, he'll, he'll be free. So anyhow, I got to go. And it, the neat thing was I, the whole time I felt like, like, yep, God wanted me to be there and just uh, hang out with these young people, which they were a great bunch of young people. You guys can be proud of your kids. And it was just fun getting to know them and just hopefully uh, I just, I feel like, you know, there's a spiritual battle going on there and I just want to be help them through that battle so anyhow thanks for the opportunity um one of the ways that i really saw the lord moving on the trip was um either teaching the students and really all of us leaders too either for the first time or reiterating that we don't serve a god of fear but we serve a God of confidence and bravery and love. Um, and just seeing all the, you know, the rappelling and the climbing and the rafting, those are really kind of frightening activities for people who have never done it before and even people who have done it a lot before. Um, and to just see that they faced it by going to the Lord first. And, you know, there were a few students that came up and was like, I need prayer before I repel off this thing or I need prayer before we go rafting and it was just cool to see that that was their instinct um, and it became their instinct to say okay I'm going to go to God first before I conquer any of this um, and just hearing it through their stories too like there's a lot of fearful situations that a lot of them are facing whether it's moving for college or just um, troubles at home or you know in their personal life and to see how they've learned and I've learned so much more, like, I'm going to face this in prayer. Like, I'm going to go to God on my knees first, and he will help me through it. Um, and then I think the other thing that I really saw was how, just like the beauty of community. And they've kind of mentioned it. Um, we confiscated their phones for the week. Um, and so they were just forced to talk with each other and talk with God. Um, and I think the beauty of community was really revealed through that and how important it is to like have people in your boat with you um and that's what the body of christ is is like people in your boat rolling along with you um so yeah well i did think i was going to talk about why or rafting but everyone talked about repelling so i'm going to keep talking off of that but first i want to mention that i think anyone in here can be a leader 
and they are a leader in their own ways, but we just feel unequipped. And I think God wants to speak to you to say you are equipped and you are able to lead. Like, I didn't, I was for sure I could lead the trip, but then I was like, well, some things, I hope other people can do that for me. But then, like, God just spoke that, like, you are equipped, you can lead. So I think he wants to speak that over everyone in the room, that in their own ways they can lead other people. And I want to talk about repelling. Um, Everyone that went up there was scared. There's no doubt about it. Some people had different reactions, and we all coped in different ways, but it was it's a fearful event. So I was up there with one individual, and it was awesome. I wasn't going to go because I've done it often in college, but I, I, I wanted to go up to actually take pictures of Mike because Mike was scared. <laughs> <laughs> so I stole his camera, and I was going to get some good pictures. I was up there with this other student, and he's like, he got up there. He's like, no way. No way I'm doing this. He leans back. He jumps up. He's like, nope, nope. The guy talks him back again. Then he steps forward. And he's like, I'm not doing it. Used a few profanities. He's like, I ain't effing doing this. Get me off this rope. But then I think, but then finally we got back. And I got to coach him the whole way down, just encouraging, you can do this. You are strong. We're doing this together. We're on life together. I feel like a lot of people here could could be on the top, and they're leaning back, and they're thinking, I can't do this. But I think God is saying, you can do it. You can fully trust me, trust the rope, lean off. Yeah, I think, I think God wants to move, and you just need to take that step backwards. Um, every night we had a... Uh small group time with our cabins, and um, this one night, we had both the boy cabins combined, and at the end of it, we're like, we're just going to take five minutes, and we're going to listen to God, we're just going to pray, and ask if he can speak something about someone else in the group, God for a word, um, so after a couple minutes, you know, me and, me and my other buddy, Evan, had a word over um, one of the younger kids, or uh, one of the younger guys in our cabin, and so we spent an hour just walking around camp, talking to this kid encouraging him, speaking truth and life into him, um, and it was just amazing, um, and the next day, um, I had a word over, um, one of the other kids, and, um, he's like, yeah, like, this is, like, something very evident in my life, and I don't want it to be, and so we prayed about it, and we, I spoke life into him and encouraged him, um, and then we have our, we have a Bible study every week, every Thursday night, and the week right after, um, the first thing he talked about was that thing that he was struggling with, and it was something that he had never opened up about before, but because it was brought to the light, um, we were able to encourage him and to speak truth and life into him with it. Um, and so it's just amazing um, to see what happens when um, you just spend some time and intentionally listen for God's voice, because um, it's never that loud, booming voice in your head. It's always that quiet one that you don't notice unless you're paying attention to. Um, so it was really incredible. Like, not having our phones is great. Um, just being in God's creation the whole week. Um, it was just amazing. And I know um, my friends, he said, since we've gotten back from Colorado, I've heard God's voice so much. And before then, I didn't think I, I could hear his voice. I didn't think he was speaking to me. But he's like, I'm realizing now that he's always speaking to me. Um, and he's always speaking. I just have to listen. And I wasn't listening. Um, so, yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you can sit down. Can we give him a hand? 
Just a couple quick things as we as we wrap up. Um, one thing that just came to mind as Josh was speaking about leadership and something that I experienced out there specifically in this group of, of young adults, um, something I was taught a few years ago when it comes to leadership and discipleship, because um, it's true, we, we very often never quite feel like we're 100% qualified to lead. Um, and maybe I'm thinking specifically of discipleship, like if someone, thinking about the gateway, people that need a mentor, people that need someone to disciple them. Um, I think the first thing that the enemy wants to do to prevent that from happening is to try to make you believe that you're not ready for it or you're not qualified for it. Um, and I just believe that this is true, is that um, to be quote-unquote qualified, um, you need one thing, you need the Holy Spirit. And really, if, if you're going to disciple someone, if you are just one step further than they are, then you can lead them. And that's all that it really that is required. There's not like a point where you're now you're qualified to be, to be a disciple. Um, it's just, are you one step further and can you lead them? And I, I guess I just saw that so clearly on display, um, specifically in the guys in the cabin that I was, that I was a part of. I just wanted to share about it because um, by far for me, how I encountered God was through those guys in that cabin time. And again, that was just um, after chapel every night, we just got together with the guys in the room. We just like talked about what God was doing and we prayed for one another and just some amazing things that came out of that. Um, the way that they loved each other, the way that they prayed for each other, um, they convicted each other when that was needed. It, it was such an amazing thing to witness. Um, just one thing I heard somebody say during that time that I think just kind of was the picture of of what I was experiencing and what they were experiencing. Somebody said, um, I feel and I have felt this week more loved by you guys than I ever have in my entire life. And, um, you know, that's to me, that's what, that's what the body of Christ is. That's a picture of what being the church is. I remember sitting there in that room and I was just, I was kind of just watching it happen. You know, I didn't really, I really wasn't leading that much. It was really the guys that were doing it. And I, I was thinking like, this is church. You know, this is what church is about. This is what the church of Christ is about. Um, this is what the church should be known for. When people spend time with you, when people spend time with the church, when people spend time with the body of Christ, are they seeing the light of the world shining through us? And I just saw that in our students um, in Colorado. I saw that on display in an amazing way. Um, and it just brought to mind First John chapter 4, uh, verse 11 and 12. It says, no one has ever seen God, but if we love one another... God lives in us, and his love is made complete in us. And um, I just experienced that in an amazing way through these young adults. And I just wanted to say um, something on those lines. Um, it's sort of a popular thing, and it's kind of like even like in a joking way um, to look down on that generation, I think. I just hear that just in passing, even if it's just in jest. Like, they didn't grow up without smartphones. They, they don't know life without the Internet, and this and that, they don't know how to work hard and things like this. Um, I just want to say, like, I look up to this generation so much. Um, this generation is going to do, I believe, things for the kingdom that have never been done before. Um, there have been so many things um, the last couple years specifically in this area, in this generation, that I have seen amazing leaders come out of it. Um, I've just been given this vision, and I just wanted to share briefly. Um, I don't know if it's, if it's a specific prophecy for this area, if it's for this particular group of people, um, but for the last couple of years, I have seen something stirring in these young adults um, that I believe is going to change the world. I, I truly believe that with all my heart. 
the, the picture I get is um, like a pot that's boiling um, of water and like the heat has been rising and the bubbles are coming up and it's starting to boil over. And at some point the lid is going to come off, I believe. Um, th- it's just this picture I've, I've been seeing. I, see, I saw it for the first time a couple years ago at winter camp when we led. Um, and I saw kids worshiping and, and, and encountering the Lord maybe for the first time in, in a new way. And it's just continued to this time. Um, and I just believe God is stirring in this generation in a huge way. Um, and so a word that I have for you guys as students, and I think for all of us together as the body of Christ this morning, is just simply pursue God with everything that you have, because there is going to come opposition as you continue. As God wants to use you guys for the kingdom, as God wants to work in you, there's going to be opposition. And if you continue just to fix your eyes on him, pursue God with everything that you have, don't take your foot off the gas, continue pushing forward. Um, God is going to use you guys for an amazing, amazing thing. Uh, can I have my Bible? I think it's behind. Maybe not. Can I borrow someone's Bible? Just one verse. Because um, this, is, this is kind of the point. This is, um, this is the point of, of Colorado Challenge. This is the point of sharing the gospel with those um, in Zambia, in Africa. This is the point of why, um, why we're at church. Um, it's for this gospel message. And um, I just pray that the ways that we, I think so many of us encountered this in a new way in Colorado, um, may it be our prayer and our sole desire that those that don't know this reality of their identity in Christ, that they would come to know this. And so I just want to wrap up by reading this um, verse that many of us probably know, this passage. Um, and I just want to pray this over us and, and pray this over the lost. Um, so maybe if you would, let's close our eyes together. And Adam and Michelle, you guys can come up. Um, this is Ephesians chapter two. Let's hear this from the word. It says, and you were dead in your trespasses and sins in which you once walked following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. But God being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages, he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace, you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is a gift of God, not a result of works so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them.